Welcome to Popiak, I'm your host Momo, and it's Anime Weekend. We're going to be talking about Vinland Saga, Spy Family, and Chainsaw Man. I'm going to put time codes in the doobly-doo so that you can skip around to whichever part you want to listen to. If you're, if you're just not interested in Spy Family or you're just here for Chainsaw Man. But first up is Vinland Saga. In this episode that I watched, this is episode 3, and I watched episodes 3 and 4 of Vinland Saga. So I'm going to talk about them like a whole unit an hour, a nice hour chunk of television because I'm going to be bouncing around between the episodes because they kind of carry each other where the English sneak up on the Vikings and kill them while they're bathing because the Norse people are very, they had very good hygiene. On Saturdays, that was a bathing day where like Anglo-Saxons were just not doing that much bathing. That's like a luxury, right? That's how the Black Plague happened because they were fucking filthy. Whereas the the Norse, like they took they took baths, man. And they have water fights because that's a manly and cool thing to do with your bros. I would love to do that with my bros. Have a water fight? Are you kidding me? That sounds great. Naked water fight? That's how you know your bros for life. I don't know how the Vikings didn't smell the English coming. Just based on how gross the Anglo-Saxons were. I'm surprised they didn't smell them coming. But they got killed and that's the reason why we have a warship showing up to Thor's house and going, look bro you are a deserter we found out that he left i didn't know at that in the first episode that was desertion i thought what thor's was doing was just kind of meeting going ahead and meeting them later i had no idea that he was faking his death i i thought it was odd that he threw his sword in the water i was like what give are you just tired of this particular fight are you are you desperate to get home i didn't notice that was a flashback at the time i was watching it you know it left me with a it left me with a lot of questions. I just thought we were getting a cool flashback of some ultra violence to hook you in the first episode because the this show and this is something that's a part of the marketing kind of marketed this show as ultra violence all the time, and it's a story. It has more story than that, and I kind of didn't expect to come in to see. Um, I expected this show to be about the Viking in the OP that eats the mushroom and just goes and slaughters people, and yeah, political intrigue and stuff like that. Um, more of a story about Harold Bluetooth and what he's doing, um, or what he was doing. Not necessarily, because I, I knew it was historically accurate, but I didn't know what I was getting into. Instead, we got this story about this Viking who kind of doesn't want to kill anymore, which is an odd story to tell. Interesting story to tell, not one that's told, that, that I've, that, not one that I've seen before. And, I, you know, I'm really into Viking stuff. I think that the Viking warriors were really neat material that I saw. But then again, I only saw one trailer and it was just an action trailer. So it's, we also see that Thor, Thorfinn, Thor's son, starts to kind of want to be a warrior in his own right and come into his own. He's a proud son of a cool warrior and he's going to show off and, like, actually almost hurt his friends while he's doing war games because he wants to go with his dad on the warship. All the other men in the town are getting super excited and getting armor handed to them from ancestors and, you know, family members. And he's like, that's not, that's, I want to do that too. He doesn't realize that you're like eight. You know, you can't necessarily go out to fight right now. You're too young. You need training, all this other shit. And it's dangerous, yada, yada, yada. All the reasons you usually don't send an eight-year-old to war. He is upset about it. He goes through his dad's stuff. He throws his toy sword on the ground. And his dad comes in and is like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And gives him a good scolding for, for breaking that kid's arm, which is the right thing to do. Go in there and scold him. And also, like, bro, do you know what you're doing? It's kind of like a lesson a dad would tell a, a kid when he's teaching him how to use a gun. Like, don't point your gun at somebody unless you're going to use it. And also the, the lesson that, hey, killing somebody is not a fucking game. It's not a joke. And it's serious business. 
And I'm glad that Thorfinn gave his son a talking to, but his little brat of a son decides, I'm going to go to war anyway. And he hides in a barrel and goes to war. He got his ass probably spanked, which I'm like, good. I'm glad Thor's is a great dad. Give that kid what for, for sneaking onto this warship. He might not fucking make it home. But it turns out that he wasn't going to take anybody to war anyway. He was going to go by himself and send everybody else home. So his son wasn't in any real danger, but he doesn't want his son to know that. So a hit gets put on them by the Guile guy. And the guy that's taking the hit is like, there's a reason he's doing this and not like somebody higher ranked. Like he personally wants revenge for something. And all his friends are like, who gives a fuck? And I agree with them. I'm like, outside of telling us that, the audience, who gives a fuck? He was even asked by Guile, Floki, but I'm only thinking about the Floki from Vikings, the show. Whenever I see him, I'm just like, that's fucking Guile. Guile is like, this is a personal vendetta. And yeah, that's interesting to know, but it's none of your business. He's hiring you to do the job. Fucking do it. He's not asking you why you need to do the job. The question of why was never in the contract. I'm contracting you to do a job. He's like buttons from Animaniacs. Every word out of his mouth is why. He gets to work. They demolish some houses and use that as a blockade. And they came around around a rock and boxed them in. And the episode ends with Thor's getting real. And I, like me, pitter-pattering on the, on the floor, like, you know, an excited dog, how they stamp in place. That's what I was doing when I was like, oh shit, shit's gonna get real now. And I got real hype. So I'm really hyped for the next step for episode five of Vinland Saga. So the verdict is, I'm gonna keep this show. I'm gonna keep going with it. I think this is a great story, even though I wasn't expecting that. And I was just kind of expecting and hoping, honestly, for some ultraviolence all the time. But the story is interesting. I like Vikings. This is cool. So onwards and upwards. Time for Spy Family. So I think this is the last episode of the season, even though Wikipedia has another episode coming out. Have we just been delayed on the dub or something? If you know, let me know at audio underscore D-E-E on Twitter. Don't don't just jump into Bochi the Rock. And I, was, and I say, I'm going to just jump into Bochi the Rock because... <laughs> I'm almost done Chainsaw Man, but I'm almost done Chainsaw Man, and I'm almost done Spy Family, so what's going to replace Spy Family is, I'm not sh- quite sure yet, There's I have a whole anime list of things that I want to check out, especially since this season is light on the stuff that's actually happening, and the anime that's going to be replacing Spy Family, once I find out whether or not that's on hiatus for a week or whatever, or if it's over, is going to be Tokyo Revengers, which is coming back for, um its second season which i'm the way they ended it i'm i'm on board right away moving right along to spy family this episode sees your get really bummed out and think that lloyd is gonna replace her with nightfall fuck nightfall would love to hear that that would brighten up her spirits seeing the neighbors talk about them like oh it's it's obvious she's being cheated on because fucking your just kind of said it out loud she was mumbling it to herself but her neighbors are nosy as fuck like they're nosy old ladies too so you know that they they turn up their hearing aids when they hear gossip lloyd saw this and was like oh shit i gotta fucking i gotta assure her that everything is fine that there is no problems and this and thinking about the possibility of lloyd and you're not actually hooking up makes me think if that was the case i just watched buddy daddies which makes it abundantly clear that they're straight which made me which turned me off of buddy daddies honestly i mean i don't want them to play play my heart and like 
do some some fucking gay baiting and don't actually do anything with it but at the same time like you reminding me that they're straight is like okay i get it you don't gotta fucking beat me about the head neck and chest with a sledgehammer of subtlety (laughs) so lloyd figures oh shit you know that's bad and has a date with her and in that date he kind of gets your drunk because you know it's easy to do yours a lightweight she's strong everywhere else except for where it counts you know she has no tolerance for alcohol. Lloyd is like, okay, I didn't know that she's actually falling for me. I'm going to use, I'm going to just pull out the stops and make her believe that I love her too so that we can keep this whole charade going. And she freaks out at this and kicks him. He takes this as, oh shit, she doesn't want any, anything to do with me romantically. And my heart is like, what? No, this was a perfect time to like, get have real feelings like i'm tired of waiting a hundred years for real feelings to happen in my tv shows because what happens is the last episode happens and then they hook up like this is something that happened with fruits basket last episode happened then they hook up i'm not gonna say who i don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen fruits basket but a hookup happens at the end of the show and you don't see their lives after that they just do like a and then so and so does such and such at the end i want to see them exist as a loving husband and wife with a daughter and see how that relationship goes for a season so so it was it was a big bummer to see her kick him and him just flip his script and turn his internal script and tell her look you know we just we got to do this for anya and you're great for anya she forgot it the next day and he just kind of had to do it all over again which must have been difficult but he should have known like she's fucking wasted she doesn't remember that she kicked me but then again he probably thinks a drunk tongue doesn't tell lies she's drunk she kicked me she not knowing that that's she freaks out like that as she does with her brother he should kind of picked up on that but he didn't that she kind of freaks out like that sometimes affectionately and that's just how she is but lloyd is not as observant as he thinks he is he's observant when it comes to certain things but not others because otherwise he would know the nightfall wants to fucking take him to hawaii and elope that was mostly spy family there's a cute little thing anya and her friend go shopping and that was cute but that was it it was just cute you got to see anya and her friend put on stupid outfits and that was funny there's no meat on those bones really to talk about you know other than it's cute that they have matching sheep and i hope that the animators keep animating those little sheeps on their backpacks from now on I love little details like that. And now it's time for the main event. Let's talk about Chainsaw Man. This episode, Chainsaw Man is getting hotter and hotter with each episode that passes. And honestly, I might give it a shot later on, Jujutsu Kaisen, a shot down the line. Not right now. There might be something special in the works, depending on if I'm able to do it. This sounds really sus, but I have a heavy load. If I'm able to do it, I will do it because I ha- it sounds fun. But there's a special plan in mind for Jujutsu Kaisen. But I feel like giving that a shot because of me giving Chainsaw Man a shot and me going, fuck it, Chainsaw Man is Naruto, I might as well give this a chance. Even though it, Jujutsu Kaisen feels derivative of other things. But I'm not going to pick it up after Chainsaw Man. I'm uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, that is. But that's future shit. That's future shit for me in the future to think about. It's time to talk about Chainsaw Man right now. So in this episode, Scarface is like, look, Denji Power, you know, you're doing good enough that I'm only going to attack you once a week now. Which is nice of him to say, but listen, I don't believe him. He said, oh, you know, we're done for today, last time, and he wasn't done. He threw a knife at Denji and said, oh, never listen to the the hunter. So when he said that, you know, I'm only going to attack you once a week now... 
I don't buy it. I think he's going to attack them like twice a week just to keep them on their toes, just to keep it spicy. He's getting attached to them, and he mentions that to Makima, who he has lunch with, and you you can tell he doesn't like Makima. Like, he doesn't stand up for her shit, her, you know, she's full of shit, and he calls her out on her shit and goes, you know, I only, I, I don't care what kind of shady bullshit you're doing as long as you have the interest of humanity in mind, and, she's, and she gives him some bullshit PR response, and he's like, you're full of shit, and she smiles at that. And I was like, that's interesting. Makima, who are you working with? Is it the actual devil? Is it just Satan himself? I would be interested. Is this connected to Devil Man in some way? Did Amon set you up on this? Because if this show just connects to Devil Man somehow, I will love it for life. This will be my new favorite anime of all time. It's a long shot. The chances, the odds are so astronomical that I could win the lottery instead of this happening. But if this does happen, I'm going to start playing Mega Millions because <laughs> the odds are so crazy rare. But I'm hoping that that's the case. I'm a huge fan of Devil Man. if you are just joining me and on, on my anime journey. Um, I'm a big fan of, of Devil Man. And um, not so much Devil Man Crybaby. I had some problems with it. Mainly the art was really rough. And I had a hard time with how avant-garde it looked. I get that it's for some people, but it wasn't for me. Um, not that I don't like avant-garde stuff. I liked that one anime with the Count of Monte Crisco. I thought that was neat. But something about this Devil May Crybaby made me go, mm, I don't like that. But I like that they finished the story of Devil Man. Uh, so I, I, I'm on the fence with Devil May Crybaby. But if that's how you know Devil Man, awesome. You know what I'm talking about. High five. Definitely go back and watch the OVAs because they're amazing. And that's how I got on the Devil Man tra- uh Devil Man's my favorite anime of all time. Moving on, back to Chainsaw Man, and I only bring it up because Chainsaw Man and Devil Man are very 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 similar properties. Um if you aren't familiar with Devil Man, Devil Man is a guy that gets possessed by a demon that he can transform into to kill other demons. And I like this show because it's like that. Enough explanations. Back to the episode. Alright, I'm sorry. Jeez. The Yakuza get fucked up by Makima. She takes the eyes of everyone they love and is like, do my bidding or your asses are next. All These can be reattached. She just came in there, put her dick on the table, and then left. It was fantastic. She almost got attacked, but she was like, nah-uh, I'm Makima. That's some shit you just can't do to me. I'm the final boss. Which is what I believe, by the way. That's my prediction, that Makima is the final boss. Now, I'm saying not, I'm not saying that the organization she works for is evil. Just her. She has an ulterior motive. And she's trying to get the higher-ups confused, too. I think the higher-ups are just regular government types, you know? And Makima has her own ambitions and plans. We get to see more fiends that work with Makima. And Makima's like, look, I'm making a whole fucking freak army. We got Shark Man, who has, who can turn into a Shark Man. And he has a really cool hairdo. His hair looks really dope. I love the, his design. And he can swim through anything. Love this guy. Love Shark Man. Love that his head just turns into a giant shark's head. Excellent. Love the Shark Fiend. Uh, the Spider Fiend is terrifying. Don't want to see her anywhere. I don't want to meet her in a brightly lit alley. I don't want to meet her in a brightly lit prairie somewhere. No. Absolutely don't want to meet her. Honestly. Just don't want that. Then there was Violence Man, who's so fucking violent, they gotta keep pumping gas to him so he's not super violent. I love this Kyle, and I want to stand him. And then we have the Angel Demon, the Angel Fiend, which is like, people are scared of angels? And I'm like, I guess the religious people fear God, right? 
So why wouldn't they fear his angels? That's pretty badass. The angel fiend just don't touch him. Because if you touch him, he takes years off your life. Which these demons and fiends love to do. They love eating human years. Aki goes and gets a new weapon from the future demon. Who is the motherfucker that's breaking it down. I kept calling him Eternity last time. I kept goofing, my bad. He's the future demon. He is the one that... He he is the LMFAO demon. Everybody shuffling. And I love him. Because he's dancing when Aki has his head in his chest. Like, fucking put your head in my chest. I'm gonna find out your future. You are gonna die an awful death. And Aki's like, I don't give a fuck. Make me more of a shonen anime protagonist. And make me Sasuke even more by changing my eye. And making my eye do cool shit. And he's like, you got it, boss. Can do. And he just jumps into his eye, and now Aki has one, like, brown eye and one blue eye. He's like a husky now, which makes him even more attractive to the fangirls. He is doing, he is pulling fangirls. And now he's using a regular katana, because that other one is like, oh my god, dangerous. But he showed that he can use a katana. But the other guy that works at Division 6 or whatever was right. Aki pisses me off as well, because he's just that an edgy anime antagonist. Like, he wants to be Vegeta so bad. Like, he read Dragon Ball manga and was like, if I could just channel Vegeta into my everyday life, I will survive. Hiei from Yu Yu Hakusho. He was like, if I could just be Hiei from Yu Yu Hakusho, everything will be fine. People usually take Huabara and Hiei, and, and this is for Yu Yu Hakusho fans. I'm sorry if you don't know who Yu Yu Hakusho Just skip ahead a little bit. Or hang around for the ride, you know? Hiei and Kuwabara smash together make Sasuke Aki that one dude from Jujutsu Kaisen make that archetype right and then you have then you have your funny main character which you know is Yusuke right but then you have girl for no reason which is I think the old woman was the woman with pink I don't know this is a stretch I think Naruto is where it comes from it's not really in Bleach but I I feel like in my heart it's in one piece but i just i cannot i do not have it in me to watch one piece i don't have the strength i think naruto started this it's in this archetype is also in my hero academia naruto is split between deku who is naruto and bakugo who wants to be naruto and then you have your girl then you have your fangirl bait in todoroki and you have girl in uh gravity she's pink girl uh she's not one of the top three but that's because Naruto is split like a cell and became two characters in My Hero Academia. But the archetype is very much there in every like anime that's has a group, and it's it's very like I want to know if there's a trope. I want to know if what that's what I guess the trope would just be Naruto found family or something like that. I don't know something that I've picked up on, and I'm sure I'm not alone in picking this up. I've seen a uh, opening video somebody made of the Jujutsu Kaisen opening with Naruto characters. I have not seen that with Kickback yet, but I am dying to see it. I've seen people put Jujutsu Kaisen characters up against Chainsaw Man characters, and same thing with Jujutsu Kaisen and Naruto, but I haven't seen the Jujutsu Kaisen chainsaw man comparisons yet i haven't even seen chainsaw man devil man comparisons i think i'm the only one making those but that's because i'm obsessed with devil man i keep my ear to the ground with the anime fandom i try my best to to get what's going on without being involved because a lot of the time it's just fucking drama the anime fandom on twitter especially i want to be part of it but i'm terrified that just drama will happen (laughs) so i i watch it from afar lovingly same thing with the wrestling fandom i'm I'm like part of those fandoms but i also i'm on the outskirts and i'm happy to live there i'm very scared of the full force the full tsunami wave of fandom (laughs) get back to it god damn it we were talking about chainsaw man i love the english dub of chainsaw man because when aki sees that the ghost demon 
is with the snake girl it's a lot better in english in japanese he's just like damn it right you know and in english he's like oh you motherfucker and his voice he sounds so fucking personally attacked it's fucking awesome the english dub has some personality and i'm starting to really warm up to aki's super deep barry white voice uh and i really like the voice acting for denji he sounds just as dumb in English as he sounds in Japanese and power also sounds dumb but she's using big words that she heard other people use and I love it she talks like four I fucking love power and, and Denji I love this this cast of characters even Aki who it took a little bit to warm up to but this episode he get him his humanization has been really good they did a great job humanizing that dude oh something else that I I thought of and I saw that was funny was Makima was sitting on the couch with the mafia dudes and it looked like that one scene you know the scene only she fucks them and it was fantastic and I enjoyed that good job Makima I want to believe I want to be on Makima's side because she's so fucking cool but she's obviously working with the devil himself and that's my thoughts on Chainsaw Man thank you so much for hanging out with me for anime weekend I can't wait to get into even more anime nonsense next week tell your friends tell your enemies and subscribe